Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 245 of Dude and a Monkey. My name is Ian Loring, and as always, I am joined by... Matt Foster. Hello, everybody. So, um, you join us. Let's, let's, re- let's record this point in time. Um, in the kind of the, the, I suppose, the middle-ish of Snowmageddon in the, yep. in the UK. Um, sorry, I'll just uh, get in... Uh, I've got, got a four-pack of Joker IPA, which I don't think I've oh, ever had before. Um, I've had that. It's, it's quite nice. Yeah. Um, my, my, the Sainsbury's, I just... Uh, uh, I left work, right. So, my work today, we're like, well, we're closing the office at two. If you're worried about getting home on the train and whatnot, you can leave earlier, but you have to make the time up. And I was like, all right, well, I've been in since half eight. My tra- the trains are starting to look sketchy as fucking shit. It's 12 o'clock now. We're closing the office at 2. I haven't had a lunch break or any kind of break. And I was planning on coming in next uh, early next Wednesday for something anyway. So I'll just do that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. All right, see ya. <laughs> that's basically it. It's like I'm not getting fucking... I'm not getting stranded in fucking Cardiff. So bye. Um, no. Which is, yeah. you know, and fair play. They were like, yeah, do what you got to do. Other people left earlier than I did. I, I suck it out a bit more. Other people left later than I did. But, you know, I wasn't one of the, like, okay, I've been in for half an hour. Oh, people are going, right, I'm off. I didn't do that by any means. But anyway, so got home. It was like, well, shit, what do I do now then? I got home way earlier than I thought I was going to. I know, I'll go shopping. So I went to Sainsbury's and like their beer section had like completely changed and craft yeah. beer had had a fucking presence. It does now, doesn't it? The, the, Jesus. The, apparently as well, uh, I was talking to uh, somebody who I know who is a buyer for Sainsbury's um, and they were told... I, I, I mentioned it to, to her and she said, oh, she said, this is the start. So by the end of this year, said our craft section um, and our ale section is going to be the same size, if not bigger than our um, standard beer section. So it's going to make up like half it. She said, we are well behind on where we should be on this. As a Sainsbury's, a supermarket like Sainsbury's and the way it pitches itself, said we should have been at the forefront of this. And when Morrison's and Asda are better than we are with it, there's something wrong. Asda are fucking amazing for craft beer. Asda are really fucking. If 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 I could stand going into an Asda, then I'd be all over that shit. But if I if I want like the Brew York stuff, which is they do at Asda, uh, I have to send Becky in because I just I can't go in. Okay, I mean, we're we're tangenting like motherfuckers already, but you know, fuck it. Like the thing is, Snodders. yeah, yeah. The as yeah, quite the Asda nearest to us in Corriton has an electric car charging point. Yeah, which a lot of Asdas do, and like mm. none of the other supermarkets do, but Asda do. Um, and because we get free electric car charging at these points with our uh, uh, gas and lecky provider mm. it's like literally as they have my bit it's it's further out than other supermarkets but they have my business because if i'm in there on a saturday shop i get a solid amount of charge because they've got they've got some good charges there i get a good amount of charge and it's not costing me anything and 
Asda, not as cheap as Audi, fucking cheaper than Tesco in Sainsbury's. Oh, it, so, it, 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 it's, it's cheaper than Sainsbury's without a shadow of a doubt, but I, just, I can't, I no, can't I, go I, in. I, I, I know what you mean. Like I totally know what you mean, but it, onesies, it's, it's, it's onesies central. Yeah, no, no, yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely, no, absolutely. Don't get me wrong, absolutely. At the same time, I can charge my fucking car there. See, I, I'd, I'd be lucky in that, in the fact that our Sainsbury's does have a charging point. Yeah, I mean, that, well, it, 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 if, if that were a thing, it's not a thing for me. But if it were a thing for me, it, there, there would be, there would be that. But like, York, they seem to be all over in York now. It's quite, it's quite, a, it's quite a decent little bedroom because my centre has them um, as well. Oh really? I, I mean, they, they're, they're expanding. They are expanding. Yeah, um, the a guy who runs one of the other shops in in my centre, he he has an electric car and he literally he literally used it to go to and from work and that is it. Um, and he, he charges it at work and charges it at home at work at home at work at home. That's it. Yeah, no, I mean that's 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 fucking cracking. I, I think there's there's something because we're staff, he gets a card that goes into it, and he don't pay for it because we're staff. Yeah, it's probably Polar, the the network guy, get for free as well. I think. I think, I think, that, I think that's the one. I think that's one. That one. That's the one. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that make that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically my my gas and lucky provider, hundred percent renewable energy. It's like a green package we use with them, and we get free access to that. The, the gas and lecky costs, if I rag the public charging points, which I do, it, it basically works out cheaper than your equivalent tariff if they didn't have those extras. And I'm using 100% renewable energy. So, you know, it's a fucking, it's a win. Um, yeah. And the thing is, it, it, it encourages me to go to these places. Like, I will go to a restaurant or a pub that has a, a, a public charging point over a, a pub that or restaurant that doesn't. And it's, it, it's only going to get more so in the future. But the thing is, right, West Wales, West Wales, there's fuck all public charging points apart from Tesla destination charges. There are Tesla <laughs> charges all over the fucking place in, in West Wales. Who the... I mean, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, there are Teslas around... There's not as many Teslas as these places seem to fucking think they are, there are. <laughs> you know, I, I want me a Tesla, something fucking hardcore. I've, I've, been, I've been very, very public on that. But, and, and, you know, the fact that Bluestone National Park has a Tesla charger is fucking awesome. Just stick a fucking 7-watt normal electric car charger in there as well. It wouldn't fucking kill you. It oh, wouldn't kill a, a, a Tesla's a different charging point. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're their own, they're their own proprietary standard, and you can get a Tesla charger to elect um, um, Chadamo charger, the charger, which is is the standard that my car uses that most cars use. You can get a convert like an adapter, um, but then it it's kind of then a moral thing because basically you're getting tesla's electricity for free yeah and it, even well even though then it's like well who's actually paying for the electricity is it like did tesla install the charges for free for like um for like almost like publicity but then it, it's like the sites that it, it's a little bit it's a little bit funky there i have seen a renault zoe charge in the tesla charger in the in the car park <laughs> in cardiff before and like with the adapter 
And I thought to myself, I wouldn't mind getting one of those adapters. Costs about 200 quid, though. So, it, and, and, you know, and do I really want to be the cheap motherfucker charging my Nissan Leaf on a, des- a Tesla charger? Am I better than that? Yes. I am. So, what were we talking about? So, yeah, Sainsbury's got, got Joker IPA. Um, so, Snowmageddon. Mark, you got off work early as well. I did indeed. Uh, I work in a shopping centre whereby uh, if if, um, if they close the shopping centre, uh, then my company would be able to claim back insurance uh, for the day. Mm. So for, for profits lost for the oh, day. for the whole day? Yes, nice. you could claim back for the whole day. Um, so they'd never close it. Mm. They never close it. The only time it's been closed uh, is when literally the uh, highways agency come in and say, we're closing it because it is dangerous to drive here. Yeah. So we are having to close it. That has happened once. Um, my shop has been open 20 years nearly. Um, so, yeah, so literally um, a few stores didn't open. Uh, you're also, they, they can find us if we close early. Or if we don't open, a few stores didn't open. Um, stores were told that, 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 that essentially that you know they we could be fined uh, if we closed early, and then more and more stores started to drop. And I'm, so they're going. I've had to send somebody, the, the, the guy that was in with me, uh, home because the buses were stopping. Yeah. Uh, I told the other guy who was coming in to not bother coming in because I wasn't sure about what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, so they're going. Hmm. Everywhere seems to be closing now, apart from me. Um, Don't know what's going on here. And then someone from the security team came in, passed me a sheet and said, if you do decide to go early, stick that up in your window. I was like, okay. So put that to one side. Um, Rang uh, my boss and said, look, this is the situation. He went, right, what time's everyone going? I said, oh, um, there's the, we're on a severe weather warning from four o'clock. I think everyone's going sometimes between four and five and what time's it now it's five to four he went yeah close up mate go nice was like, I, I said I'm not ringing to say can I close up and go and he went no but because you're not ringing to say can I close up and go you're ringing to say look what do you want me to do it's up to you he said it's a question he said but if I was you I'd, I'd it's four o'clock stick your signing and get off mate he said I'd prefer you to get home in one piece and not be stranded up there and not have a perilous journey home for the sake of you standing there for another two hours or three hours or four hours. Yeah, I mean that that that's it, and I mean I mean God knows what what what's going to happen tomorrow morning because the the train line is like judging by the amount of snow that's come in the last couple of hours, and it, it's if anything it's set to increase overnight. The mm. train line's going to be completely blocked tomorrow morning. And well, that's that, that's it. It's uh, with us. It's not where we've not got snow forecast again until uh, late tomorrow, and then quite a bit Saturday. But uh, the wind and temperature, the temperature is get down to like minus six, minus seven, um, and the wind apparently is going to be very high. So yeah. it, it's more, it's more. That's the problem here. But in saying that, I've just had a message uh, off my my boss. Like, no, my boss, not my boss, the owner of my company has just messaged me uh, saying, "Look, thanks for." fucking sticking it out um and you know what if you've got if you've got to get in late you've got to get in late and if you've got to go early you've got to go early i prefer everyone gets there safe mm. he said you know he said for christ's sake we're selling t-shirts and 
and, and, and jeans. We're not yeah. <laughs> we're not selling essentials. Yeah, I mean that, that's it's just the thing is it's like most of the people in in my department don't work in Cardiff. There's like a lot of people who train in. Mm. And like the valleys, like base, they. I mean, they've said this afternoon. Like communities could be cut off for a couple of days, like straight mm. up cut off. That's it. Yeah, I mean, we. I'm not too bad here, but um, with what with where York is, there, there, there are little, the little pocket like hamlets and villages and things all around it where just gritters and anything just don't go. So I've got one lad who literally he cannot get. He said, "I can see at my bedroom. I can see that the roads are clear." But it's a mile and a bit getting out of here, and I can't even get on my driveway. Yeah, yeah, it's something else, this, isn't it? It's, it's um, been weird. It's we're been just weird. not used to it. We're not used to. It. No, we're, we're, for all Americans, we're going. What the fuck are you guys talking about? We're terrible at weather because normal British weather is name a season and add the word rain. So summer, but a bit rainy. Spring, but a bit rainy. Winter. But a, but a bit rainy. That, that's usually our normal thing. So if it gets too hot, we all go, this is fucking terrible. Why is the earth burning? And if it rains, I mean, in York, we, we're just underwater pretty much instantly. Um, and then if it snows, literally everything just goes, we cannot cope with this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, I don't know. It, it just, this is unique. Like, I don't, well, I don't I was, remember it ever being as cold outside like because I've been I've been living in or around cities for like the last fifteen years. I don't remember it ever being as cold outside as it has been the last couple of days. No, well I was talking to to somebody who did what it was the top star next door to me um, today and saying all these people keep saying oh, it never used to be like this when it snowed. We did all this like and it's bollocks. It used to be literally if it started snowing everywhere just closed. Mm. It, it, it was just it was just a thing that happened everywhere closed and people just didn't go out and that's what happened now it's like the reason why the confusion is it's because people are going do, do i close shall we close we're allowed to close and you've got big companies going you cannot fucking close there's no way you can fucking close you stay open you stay fucking open yeah i mean it's um i mean it's difficult with with my company because um we are a pension management company for some of the biggest employers in the UK and we've got contracts with them. Mm. But so it's like, it's really hard to find the bits in the contracts that are like, right, okay, we're not going to come in. And basically tomorrow, I think it is just going to be a case of fuck all people can actually physically make it in. Mm. So we're not going to be able to actually provide any kind of standard of service. You know, I mean, I, as soon as I wake up tomorrow morning and it's like, yeah, no trains are running. It's like, right, I'm not going, I'm not going in then. You know, that's it. It, 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 that, that's all that, that's kind of all there is to it. Unless they're, they're willing to pay for a taxi for me. Like I, I have a car, but I like driving in these conditions. Nah, you're all right. No, not an electric car because if you get stuck in a, if you get stuck in a traffic jam because it's all bonged up because of the roads and anything like that, mm. you're in an electric car. You either have to turn it off to conserve your electricity and you're going to freeze, mm. or keep it on and burn through your electricity, keeping warm. Yeah, no, I mean that 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 that's exactly it. So, hey, 
Anyway, we're uh, 16 minutes in. Um, and we're a film podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's just talk briefly about the Patreon. Um, yeah. So this was, this was primarily led by me. I'm the one who suggested it. Um, that we basically shut down the Patreon. So first mm. off, huge thanks to the patrons. Massive, Absolutely, massive yeah. thanks. Um, we actually, we actually, we actually got more patrons than we actually thought we'd get. We, is we what de- we'd say. we definitely did. I'll, I'll be honest; it was more work for me than I thought it was. Go- it, it, or at least it felt more like work for me than I thought it was going to. Which was, which was always our thing. We we, we discussed um, doing, uh, maybe not discussed us doing it, but when we'd sort of like before, previously we discussed between ourselves about the idea of um, of these types of things, and we'd always said what we don't want is for. Um, it to it to end up feeling um like uh like like, like essentially like we we're doing work uh um because that takes it away from it doesn't it um and it did feel a little bit like that so i, I agree with ian that it, i don't i felt like we weren't giving our best and it that felt a little bit disingenuous to the people mm-hmm. who were paying the patreon money yeah. and so it was a bit like look the people might not might not be bothered about paying it and might want to contribute to the show and the page is just a nice little bonus extra but it felt disingenuous the way we were doing it yeah yeah no i think yeah i think that's fair so um mark came up with a fantastic idea that if we do any extra content that we basically release it ad hoc and then just Mm. say right one-off thing you can download the mp3 yeah Um, which which i think suits us as a little bit better because yeah it does yeah, because the other thing was we both the, – the, the main podcast, the podcast you listen to now, isn't going anywhere at all. Uh, but we both have quite kind of busy lives. So, uh, for instance, I've, I've watched four movies this past week and three of them we're going to review and one of them I'll talk about in what I've been watching. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, you know, the, there's some weeks whereby, for instance, uh, there'll be a week – at some point in the future where Ian will go, oh, I'm going on holiday and I need some films to watch on the plane there and while I'm sat on the pool or whatever and stuff like that. And then we can go, right, all right, well, do you know what? I could sneak in a few doing this. Why don't we do a insert person marathon? Mm. And then there's other times where we'll go, do you know what? Fuck it. I've got now on on this Saturday or thir- random Thursday or anything like that. Do you fancy doing a, a commentary of blah and then we'll we'll stick that out and we'll we'll do it like that yeah absolutely and so for instance brad has been fucking trying to get like he's had his hat in the ring every single time basically we've done the commentary pick for some reason for the remains of the day yep and he said he'll (laughs) he'll pay for it we'll do that we will do it yeah, I've got a feeling we're not going to make much money out of that, but <laughs> you know, it's fine. So basically, for those who listen to Film Junk, I'm going to try and set it up in a similar way where it's it, it like setting it up on Bandcamp because you get the Bandcamp ad. You can download it as an MP3, but you can also listen to the stuff in app as well. Yeah. So then you've got access to all the content. So for non-patrons, I'm going to re-upload the commentaries. Um, I'm pretty sure I've still got all of them. Uh, hopefully, touch wood. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, 
and so people can buy those commentaries. And instead of paying the $2.50 a month, a quid. Yeah. There's a commentary track. You want, you want to listen to the Neon Demon one, but you don't want to listen to um, the Gross Point Blank one or vice versa or whatever, you know. Uh, you know, you got a particular penchant for Gregory's girl. There you go. Yeah. Job done. You know, yeah. so... Or, and or and we might... You know, so, yeah. we, we might put random other stuff in it. Um, but it'll never take away from, from the free show. Uh, and, 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 and if anything, it gets back to the free show being more tangency yeah which you know we kind of did do with the patreon one like the patreon one was like 10 15 minutes longer usually and did have that so you know and so there we go frankly it's going to stress me out less um hopefully it make it makes mark feel better um and yeah and, you know, we, we move along. God knows the show itself is not going anywhere. And it's not like we're going to put Oscar Bation behind a paywall or anything. No, <laughs> that's, that's... no that, 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 that'll, that'll just go out. We're not, we're not going to charge people a pound to listen to us fucking ramble on for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Oscar Bation... <laughs> normally bad at. <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine... Even though one of the Oscubations is one of our most downloaded episodes. Weirdly. It did. We got a lot of listens to one of those, didn't we? Yeah, yeah it's odd. Um, but yeah, Oscubation is coming Sunday night. We're, we're back after not doing it for a couple of years. Um, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll just, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So, what are we covering this week? Jesus fucking Christ. Um, right, it's a triple banger as well. Um, it is indeed, yeah. So, we got we got Ladybird, we've got I, Tonya, and we've got Mute. Um, we'll do a little bit of what we watch by the sounds of it. I don't think I've got too much either, to be fair. I've, I, yeah, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got one, uh, and it's in preparation for Red Sparrow. <laughs> nice. Okay. Interesting. Red Sparrow. That's that's that that's a fascinating. That's a mm. fascinating thing. I, I like if the weather wasn't what it was, literally right now, I'd be watching that with uh, Paul um, of my work pool yeah uh because we we were going out for dinner with colleagues and one he's, he's on my team in my department and we were we were going out with our team for a team meal so we were going to go and see red sparrow and then go for the meal um so you know i even i'm kind of glad in a way because i kind of want to be by myself when i watch red sparrow <laughs> yeah say no more like no I just, you know I don't want to make people feel... I don't want to make someone sitting next to me feel uncomfortable and I'm kind of like, just like... Hmm, yeah. There, there she oh, is. Yeah, talk... I, 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 oh, fucking hell. I had one of those moments today at work. <laughs> what? Um, so, I'm stood at work and I'm stood. I'm kind of having a bit of a wander around. It's on my arm. Um, it, it was deathly quiet in my centre today, obviously, because of the weather. Um and a, a, a young woman walked by, um, and I happened to glance across and see this 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 this, this girl walking by, and, and you know, you, occasionally you someone just slips out, and I audibly just as this girl walked by, went, which went, fucking hell, <laughs> to which she turned around and looked at me, um, and part of my brain went, turn around and walk away, um. And the other part of my brain went, waver in the shop. 
So what I did was I walked away, but beckoned this girl into the shop at the same what time. The fuck. <laughs> and my brain's just going, my brain's going, you're a dick. You are literally the worst. And then it starts going, why are you still beckoning her in this shop? And I thought, I look fucking mental right now. <laughs> and then she started to come into the shop and I noticed that she had a, a badge for one of the other stores in our, what is it? And I thought, this is my out. I can say to her, oh, out of curiosity, what are you guys doing today about closing? And so I went like that and she came in and she went, uh, yeah, and I say, like, oh, you're from, oh, what's the name of the shop? Uh, and she said, she, uh, yeah, she said, oh, what you, what, told me what you guys are doing today, what's, what's um, Becky, the manager of their shop, wanting want to do? And she just went, oh, well, I'm just going around, kind of getting a feel for what everyone else is doing, to be honest. I was like, all right, so I went through that with her. Um, and she just went, fucking honestly, did you say, did you say fucking hell? <laughs> Before I got coming here. No. I was like, oh, I remembered something that I was supposed to have done. Nice. So she went, ah, fair enough. Then what? out of that. Very good. <sighs> I might go and try and work there. Or not, actually. <laughs> I, might get, I, might, I might get more on. <laughs> Very good. Uh, no, if you say, like, if you, if you come up with something quickly enough, I think you get away with it there. Yeah. It's like, leave it a further beat and you're fucked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I I I got that smooth. Once I, once I started talking, I was I was all right. It was the whole bit before where I did the creepy beckoning. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Come in my star. Come in my star. Puppies and rape. Puppies and rape. Yeah, puppies yeah. and rape. It's, it gets through a lot of things. That very good. Strong. <laughs> right, trailers. Do we have any? Uh. Wreck, uh, Wreck It Ralph Breaks the Internet, if they called it. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, Ralph yeah. Breaks the Internet. I'll, I'll watch it. I, I, I'll watch it, but it looks a little bit like you're going a little bit, you're going a little bit too far here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of slightly the Emoji movie. It does look a little bit like the Emoji movie, doesn't it? But, you know, like... Apps games. What, apps was, what, was, quite, what was quite cute into... about that, yeah, was the fact that it, it was arcade-based games. So the actual scope of what you could have was was died down. Hmm. Once you open it up to everything, you start opening it up to, to gimmickry and sponsorship. Yeah, so, yeah, quite. It's... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I like the bit at the ends with the pancakes and the ice cream and like just the, the feeding the cat the pancakes and then the, it, it exploding on the kid's iPad. I thought yeah. like, that was that was pretty solid. I I, I like the punchline there. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was a strong punchline. It, it, I don't know. It's just weird because like Wreck It Ralph, it was good, but doesn't it doesn't really feel like it's one of those beloved Disney animated films? No, it, it it doesn't feel like they need to give it a sequel. No, no it's odd that it got a sequel. Mm. Uh, but you know, I, I fuck man, like Lottie's gonna be all over it. Like she will yeah, be yeah. all over it. Like she's what she watches a lot of let's play shit on YouTube now. Yeah. Um. And like, if they've got any of those people in it somehow as like voices or something like that, she'll be straight. She'll be fucking straight in it. Like it's like she's fucking. It's, 
She's crazy, man. She'll watch Let, Let's Play stuff on su- on su- of Super Mario Odyssey, and then she'll be like, right, Daddy, let's play Super Mario Odyssey. And she'll take the controller off me, and she'll fucking do it. It's a, it's a, it's a different way of learning. Mm. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's odd. Like, it's weird, man. Like, she's she's turning into a proper little gamer, and it's like, I'm not that... Nice. I'm, I'm not that much one of one, and it's like, what? how's this happened then? It's the Switch, yeah. man. The fucking Nintendo are back, and they just do shit to kids. <laughs> like, fair play. Fair, like, like, the fucking Super Mario movie that's been announced. All oh, right. Have you heard about that? No, I've not. So Illumination, uh, Illumination like, doing it. Yeah. Oh. Um, like Shigeru Miyamoto's a producer on it, and um, the, the head of Illumination in, is as well. They want to get it out before the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. It's all. It, it's like it's all CG. It's not going to be any live action bobbins. Um, that that film, I would not be surprised if I have to see that with lots at least five times. <laughs> you better hope it's fucking good then. Oh my god. Like she fuck it that oh God. The amount of time you you know Bolt, that John Travolta voiced oh, yeah. one from Disney. Yeah. She's seen that fucking thing like fifteen, twenty times. <laughs> like just the idea of a dog that's a superhero is just the best thing to her. Kids, man, like kids are a fucking ball ache, but they're awesome. Like just to be able to be like, yeah, the superhero dog film. If I watch that, that's gonna make my day. That's all I need out of life. <laughs> I, I I don't need to fucking engage with people on Twitter about bollocks. I don't need to. I don't need to post fucking selfies. I just want to watch a dog be a fucking superhero. Daddy, do yeah. that for me. I'm happy. It's gonna break yeah, my th- fucking heart when it, it when that stops. Uh, they get new ways to to piss you off. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And that that girl fucking annoys the shit out of me every day in in respects but she's also amazing so you know hey that's kids for you mate yeah yeah anyway uh trailers anything else no no nothing from me all right let's get this done then we're 30 minutes in i don't know why i keep on time checking right what what should we do do you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna take a steering the ship decision here go on then what was that other thing you watched Constantine. Francis Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I I actually remember having quite um quite enjoying Constantine. I watched it in the cinema. Um, And I I, you know I I owned it on um, on uh, DVD and always remember quite enjoying it. Really, to be honest, but I was. I remember he didn't have that kind of reputation. A lot of people didn't didn't get on with it. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't give a shit at the, at the fact that it wasn't it, that they changed John Constantine to a, essentially to be a different type of character. He was no longer six foot seven tall or whatever he was supposed to be, or something like that. It wasn't blonde or something like that. It was, wasn't it? Um, I didn't give a shit about that. Um, so 
it was quite interesting to go back and sort of rewatch it because I was quite worried that actually I was going to look at it and go, yeah, I was wrong. This is shit. <laughs> Um, mm. But then, yeah, I, I still really enjoyed it. There's a lot of interesting shit going on in Constantine. There's some really nice visuals. Um, it's a it's a fun story that kind of doesn't get. It's, it's a superhero. Well, it's not a superhero film, but it's a it's a comic movie that doesn't try and tell an origin. It just introduces this character and in some big ways literally explains his origins and things like that but then it just gets on with telling this this story that it's telling and it's it, it's an r-rated comic book movie or oh, graphic well, it's a graphic novel more than a comic book but it's got that to it uh keanu reeves is very strong in it uh you've got rich vice there you know you've also got people like uh shia labeouf's in there and tilda swinton's in there and Pruitt Taylor Vince and Jujuman Husano um, and who else is in it? Uh, oh, Peter Stormer as the devil playing an unbelievably creepy the devil in it uh, doing a, a fantastic there's a fantastic kind of like exchange between them two and the way that it, it, it's shot uh, by Francis Lawrence is, is really it, it's not just straight up he's doing sort of camera tricks but not like spinning the camera around or anything like that it's all positional tricks to kind of to, to take the frame and go right i want to i want to use the frame so i want to put rather than spinning it around these guys and doing all these tricks that we can now do what i'm going to do is i'm going to set it up and i'm going to frame it and go right well that's my frame there that's my frame there if i'm using this camera and if, if i want to use that camera, i can but i'm going to use these two cameras one there uh, so I've got them side on and once I've got them facing each other. So another two cameras there. But I'm going to let the actors use the screen and fill the screen. And so it's all on movement, etc. And it, it works so well. And it's quite nice the fact that, you, that, that we've become that used to quick edits and we've become that used to the camera moving around all the time. That it's nice when it's not. And it's just there and you go in, all right, so it gives you time to pick up and go, that fucking, the production design on this is fantastic and there's all this shit going on. It's, it's, it's weird and it's a little bit ickier, but it's got a great fucking story to it. And I was I was really quite quite taken with my, my rewatch of it, to be honest. Nice, okay. But right. it holds up and it made me go, do you know what? Um, I, 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 it made me look forward more to Red Sparrow, and I'm actually quite looking forward to, to Red Sparrow. Um, but it made me go, you know, yeah, all right, it, it's not that he's he's crap, and I just happen to kind of enjoy Constantine because it's 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 an occult movie, and I quite enjoy occult movies. There's actually there is some interesting fucking visuals going on with this. Nice. Okay. All right. That's better than uh, better than I thought it would have been. It was was that on Amazon Prime. Uh, it was, yeah, 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 nice. Okay, but it's, very good. yeah, I, 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 I mean, there, there, there is also to go over the bad as well. There is, um, oh, fucking hell, what's his name from Bush, Gavin Rosdale. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he's fucking awful. Mm. Um, but it, it's kind of, I like the fact that he's shitting it because if he wasn't shitting it, he'd have been in more. And nobody needs that. Mm. But yeah, it, it's it, it's one of those things. I don't. 
I, I often, I'm often quite comforted when musicians are, are actually crap actors because I, I do feel sometimes like unless you're a a particular kind of person, like for instance, somebody like Bowie or Tom Waits and people like this, where it feels more natural that they do all these things mm. uh, because they're a they're a performer more than just a singer or, or whatever um, or an actor. I'm not a big fan of actors becoming singers. I think, no, you've got this. Don't dick about and do that. However, I have seen people like Steven Seagal and I've seen uh, Kevin Costner's band and I've seen, um, I even saw fucking, shit, Russell Crowe's band years ago. <laughs> oh, um, 40 odd foot of... Uh, 60 odd foot of, yeah. of grunts, yeah. I saw them like, like in 1999. Um, so... I'll, I'll go and see all of those, but it, that's just it's, it's a bit like watching them have their moment, and you can tell that the the most famous the the actor in it or the famous director or whatever uh, that's the guy who's funding this tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm not a big fan of when you've got them that try and fucking juggle it. It's like pick a fucking side. Do you want to be an actor or do you want a music musician? Fuck off and do one of them, but don't fucking try and constantly do both because you're just gonna bore me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's some interesting shit going on in that, and I, I must say, I, I actually really quite enjoyed it. Yeah, good, good. Um, so I, I'm actually... as well, sorry, it was well, sorry, that's bit on it is, it's, it's interesting that it's Shia LaBeouf before Transformers, and it, it's back when he was still before he became before he, he he had that moment where he was the next big thing, and then everyone realised, oh, we don't like him, so we're not going to make him the next big thing. So yeah. he went off and just started doing fucking really weird but quite interesting things. And also, it's Tilda Swinton before she became Tilda Swinton, as such. Yeah, I mean, she had that. She already had that. It was it was already a little bit. What's she doing in this then? But. Yeah, she wasn't quite on the. What the fuck is she doing in this? Like, yeah, the, yeah, like the Doctor Strange level of. Yeah, it, 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 there's, there's that, and it, it's Tilda Swinton before everything had to be. I need to completely transform myself to be in this. Mm. You know, she's just yes, she's wearing a costume, but it, it, it's it's that she's not playing somebody forty five years older than she actually is, or a dude or anything like that. And it's, it, it's quite nice seeing it just being really quite fun in something. Mm, mm. It's a good shout. Uh, no, God, yeah, I went to see, uh, yeah, I went to see Constantine in the cinema uh, in uni with my, uh, my older housemate, Al. Yeah, that was a good time. I remember collateral, I think came out around about the same time as well. It did indeed. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I don't know why that came to mind. Um, so yeah, I only saw one other thing as well. Uh, rewatch of Ragnarok. Um, oh yeah. yeah. How, how, did, how did that go? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I, yeah. I think nothing holds up. It's funny. It just, it's a one-off odd little trinket in the MCU. I don't think they'll let Taika Waititi do another one. Mm. Like, just because I don't think that, I, I just, I don't think they, they'd go this. I don't think you, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think they need to. No. Whereas with, whereas with, um, with James Gunn, cause that's, see, that's an interesting thing that'll come out in, uh, Infinity War. 
what um, is James Gunn that was kind of his baby whereas Thor there's already been two other people who've done Thor and Thor's appeared in a couple of the other movies mm. so he's not the f- he's not the first person who's taken Thor and made it popular made him popular he's just done his version of it whereas James Gunn he it, the Guardians of the Galaxy it, it's kind of his baby He's the he's a big reason why people give a shit about those characters, which will be interesting to see how somebody else writing them works in Infinity War. Yeah, no, quite. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I'd imagine Gunn's probably. Had I'd a, imagine. I'd imagine. Yeah, that that, that he'll maybe not have a writing credit, but he'll definitely have. He's a, had a look at it. Yeah, they, they, they've gone. They've given him that and gone right. What do you think? And he's gone. Well, I think. He, he won't say this, and maybe if we tell this joke instead, and do this, and do this, and do this, and, then, yeah. and that, that's what I think. That's what I think the characters would do. But you do what you do what you're going to do with it. Because he's very protective. Because I know when the, um, the the Guardians of the Galaxy video game series, the, the Telltale thing, came out a couple of years back, he was just like, "Yeah, they look like my guardians. They're not my guardians because he didn't yeah. have anything to do with it." So, yeah, you do get that sense. Oh, and fucking. Wasn't Mark Hamill casting Guardians of the Galaxy three this week, or have I just fucking hallucinated that? I, I think I think there's, there's definite talks for that. Yeah, which like, is really which is really quite interesting. Yeah, like yeah, why the fuck not? Go on then. Yeah, like, that, it's it's that it's it's why the fuck not? It, it, it very much is. Ooh, I forgot he can be in other things. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, like to be fair, like Gunn's already said this is his last one, and he sees it as like the end of the trilogy for this set of the guardians mm. you know there might be other people that kind of coming like there might be people that go there might be other people that come in future films but this is it for his guardians it's like all right just fucking fucking spunk it and go all out then but have the ravages in there have stallone and michelle yo in there as well and fucking have elizabeth debicki come back and whatnot do your own fucking thing i mean volume two wasn't as good as we wanted it to be i think it's fair to say but i really really like volume two okay fair I enough. yeah really like volume two i, but, I, 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 but I need to rewatch I, it i i really liked it but i i think it's probably on a par with one but i think me having that on a par is a little bit uh most people seem to have it below that one is better because it's literally a half hour shorter. There is that. And that film cares far more about a certain character's death than anybody else does. We care about that actor. Yeah. Love that actor. That character. Eh. No. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, for Ragnarok is good. Came out on 4K Blu-ray this week, and it just makes me wish Disney would fucking let iTunes have 4K because it would be really That's pretty. Fucking stupid, is that? Yeah. Twenty-five quid. It's twenty-five quid for the 4K disc. It's twenty-five fucking quid. It's greedy, greedy Disney. It's thirteen. Well, to be fair, most most 4K discs are Dunkirk on 4K, twenty-five quid. You know what I mean. Even though it made me laugh that Mother's down to six ninety nine in four K on iTunes already. Um that thing came out like a month ago. Um anyway. Reviews. Let's start with Ladybird is directed by Greta Gerwig and stars Sir Sharonin, Laura Met- Laurie Metcalf, Timothy Chalamet, Lucas Hedges, um, 
the one who did August Osage County. The man. Like Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts. That's him. And other people. Ladybird is about a girl called Christine, but she likes to call herself Ladybird. She's in her f- final year of high school, trying to decide what she wants to do with her life. Um, is she going to run for class president? Is she going to be a maths genius? Is she going to piss off her mother a lot? Is she going to hook up with Lucas Hedges's relatively conservative kid? Is she going to hook up with Timothy Chalamet's rocker kid? Um... Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's Ladybird. It's Ladybird. Greta Gerwig. Everyone loves Greta Gerwig. What does Mark think? Does Mark love Greta Gerwig? It's all right. It's all right. Mm. It, it's all right. There's some... It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. That's it. There's, 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 there's really not a lot there in Lady Bird. Um, and and, and, I, and I, one thing I will say there is, is, is I'll, I'm going to come out with that with people will come back at me and say, yeah, but that's because, you know, you've not connected with it because you can't identify with the character. No, no I just don't think there's an awful lot there. The majority of the performances are... A solid are really quite quite good. Um, some of them are quite poor, to be honest. Um, and all the characters feel like a bit cliche characters. Hmm. It suffers a little bit from being one of those films where I really didn't like the lead character. At all, I thought she was a she was everything that her mother keeps on telling her she is, uh, and then but then it was trying to make us, I don't know, connect with her. But I was like, yeah, but she's just a bit of an arsehole. Um, the nicest person in the entire thing is her dad, <laughs> which seems to be a theme for these type of movies. Um, in that, it seems like it's obviously it would seem like it's partially autobiographical from from Gerwig, um, but. Yeah, but then again, in, in saying that, the she's not unpleasant to the point of where you actively don't like her. I just thought she's a bit of a dick. Um, a lot of the characters are, are fine. It looks quite nice. It's not. It it it's ninety three minutes long. You know, there's you know, it wouldn't have surprised me if Greta Gerwig doing her directorial debut and having you know a very talented collection of of, of actors there to work with, um, might have ended up releasing a near two hour movie. You know, you wouldn't have looked at that if this movie came out and it was 112 minutes long, um, you know, 20 minutes longer than it is. You wouldn't look at it and go, "Fucking hell, that's long." You'd just be like, "Well, that's." That's a pretty standard, you know, runtime for this. Um, but it, it would have been too long because I think it struggles to tell the story it's telling in in ninety three minutes. Um, but in saying that, Saoirse Ronan's very good in it. Should she win a Best Actor award for it? No, I don't think she should. Um, but Laurie Metcalf's very good in it. Tracy Letts is very good in it. Luke Hedges is good in it when he's in it. Um, Timothy Chalamet, I thought, was really poor in it. Which which makes me worry about um, calling by your name because he's he's like he, he's nominated for that, isn't he? 
motherfucker comes in a peach in that film, man. He's he's gold. Is, is, is he gold in that? that that's great. Cause I, 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 I thought he was great in... Um... Oh, shit. The other film we did this year. Hostiles. Uh, yes, I thought he was. I thought he was very good in that. Yeah, um, but in this, I thought he was. He was crap in this, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I, I I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Is what I will say. I mean, I know it's going to sound like from what I've just said that that I didn't, but I did like it more than I thought I was going to because honestly, the fucking trailer made me put me want to punch myself in the face repeatedly. But then there was points in the trailer where when they happen in the film, you go. Ah, that's not what the trailer makes it look like. Ah, hmm. Go on. I fucking loved it. Um, (laughs) um, I, as I said to you when I came out of it, I kind of think you could go either way, really. Mm. And you haven't gone either way. You kind of gone down the middle a little bit. Um, Spoke to me. I thought it felt rather universal in its themes of, like, not liking, like, the lady doth protest too much about not liking the place in which they come from, but then it turns out they do like the place. Um, I I, I thought that was quite nice. I thought the the relationship with her mum, I thought, was really well played. I thought Laurie Metcalf was fucking brilliant. Um... I liked Timothy Chalamet. I, the moment she busts in on Lucas Hedges making out with that guy, I actually audibly went, oh no. I was in. I was invested. I thought she was a prick. She was also quite charming. You know? I thought she was very human. Which what, what, did you? And I'm not, I'm not. I promise I'm not. I'm not being a dick. But I, I didn't get charming from it. I just got that she's very much. She's wrapped up in her own. She, she was just a bit of an arsehole. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I thought she was quite funny. Um, the the whole kind of like, Ladybird, is that your real name? Is that your given name? Well. Yes, it was given. It was given by me. I don't know. Yeah, that 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 made me. That that really made me want to fucking. Punch in the face. Yeah, I mean, this is this is you know, and this is one of the, I think this is the key difference. This and your penchant for erotic thrillers, I think, are <laughs> the key differences with us. Where I I I don't know. It's like these particular. It, it's like Wes Anderson stuff or Noah Baumbach. Actually, is a better comparison, which is kind of apt, mm. I suppose. Yeah. But I get on. I get on with that stuff more and yeah. I got on with this more, but it doesn't seem like you hated this. It doesn't seem like you hated no. this, but it doesn't seem like this was in the realm of Noah Baumbach for you. Oh God, no, no, no. It, it, it's, um, I, I, I didn't dislike my time with it. Um, I, I just, it, it finished and I thought, huh, that was all right. I, I, that, 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 that was fine. I don't, I don't see how it's how it 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 it, it, it can be thought of as more than fine, but it, it is fine. But then again, it didn't it didn't connect with me. Yeah, I mean, if it that, does that... connect with you, then films move further up from being fine to what is it? A, 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 a for instance is 
Becky can't stand Pretty in Pink, and I cannot understand how she doesn't like it. Mm. <laughs> and it, it, it genuinely baffles me, but it just didn't, it just doesn't connect with her. And I look at her and think, but you're a girl. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, um, in all ser- in all sincerity, Donna with the Legally Blonde films, it's like, and, and like a lot of people have an awful lot of time for those films. I like the Legally Blonde films. I'm with Donna on this one. And it, I mean, like, to be fair, it's my seething hatred of Reese Witherspoon, despite the fact that Wild was in my top ten in mm-hmm. that one year. Because um, that film is fucking brilliant. Um and Reese Witherspoon cannot be denied in that film as much as I would like to. She can't. Um, and yeah, it and, and Laura Dern as well. Um, incidentally, it is Laura Dern, isn't it? In, yes. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Um, yeah, I, I it just it did connect with me, and I I think that there might be an aspect to the fact that literally the year she went to uni was the same, or college was the same year I went to uni. Could be so, yeah. Like, and I I completely admit that. But then I kind of got out of my head a little bit and thought, well, no, this isn't... It was like, it was connecting with my experience, but it was like, but this isn't my experience at all. I'm not a fucking 18-year-old girl. But, but it, it, it's little things like that, those, those little sparks that spark something in your brain that makes you makes you put yourself in that world for a brief but, amount of seconds. And, and, it, it, and, and, and it, that's that's how you get connections. It, and it's cl- kind of close to pandering. But it, it, it's little things that Gerwig does. Like There's one scene that literally starts with Ronan saying, well, I don't think it's unusual not to touch a penis just while she's chatting to her friend. Um, and then that's never really commented on. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I I like that moment, but also she has sex with some of Chalamet, and and it's like I wanted it to be. I wanted my first time to be special, you know. Like the, what what first times have the girl on top, you know? And it, 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 it it's... There, there, there are yeah, there, there are little moments. Like I, I actually weirdly, I actually think it's actually quite a well directed film mm. in the sense, like I say, she's had the control to go. No, I, 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 this is the amount of time I need to tell this story, um, and I just there's some nice shots in it, and it's got a nice, it's got a really pleasant pace to it, and things I mean, do it, it written. This, the, I don't think the actual the overriding story. I don't think it is that fucking. There's nothing. There's nothing really there, but it's 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 that type of movie. There's not there's not meant to be something there. There's no big moment. There's little bits like you say the what kind of girl, what kind of person lose their virginity on top is is it, it, is quite interesting. It, it, it's an interesting thing and it, it made me laugh. Yeah, but I mean, just the and fact that like another one that made me laugh. Mm. Uh, sorry, it's like another one that made me laugh is the when um, her dad brings in the burst of cupcake and she goes, "Do you want to split this with me?" And he just goes, "Yeah." <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's great. No, but I mean, it's just like. The way that like it's like two pumps and Timothy Chalamet's done basically, and 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 then it, it, he's like you're gonna have so much better, you're gonna have so much better sex, and it's this weird fucking like self reflective thing where he's just like yeah I kind of know I'm a shit fuck but you don't know any better so I'm gonna say this to you just kind of to make you feel better even though you know it it it's odd moment and i just i like that doesn't he say no doesn't he say there we are gonna have way better sex oh he might he might well but he met i i think that's just him being you know well you know i think it's him just thinking that he's gonna be able to just fuck her whenever he wants because yeah. he's a cunt 
Uh, well, okay, yeah, no, that might. Uh, okay, fair enough. That might well be it. But again, I don't know. That's just like that's. And that's he fucking does tell her. There. He does fucking tell her that he's not had sex. What? That he's a virgin. Yeah, yeah, no, he totally does. Well, when they're fucking like making out and shit, yeah, they're making yeah, out against there, yeah. that door. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's a prick? Totally... Yeah, no, he is a prick. But that, yeah. you know, but it's one of those. I mean, shit, man. I mean, like you might have been the same. I don't know, but fuck, I was. You know, I was a cunt. Like in sick, like in in like uh, my my year out, I got trim. And I got healthy, and in my first year at uni, I was a fu- I, I was a fucking dickhead with girls, you know, like and, and like I I don't I don't think I thought I was as cool as Timothy Chalamet's character did in in that film, but fuck man, I did not treat some girls right. To be I I also didn't uh, some girls didn't treat me right, but you know it, it's like it, that that whole kind of thing just felt right it felt like yeah that's lived in that's oh, yeah yeah it absolutely it, did yeah and it, it may well be subjective but i i don't know it was like it felt like something we'll talk about a film later where the director had said they've been wanting to make that film for the last 10 years and mm. it's a bit like you've been wanting to make that film for the last 10 years with this film I can see Greta Gerwig wanting to make this film for the last ten years. And yeah, but I, I think part of that is is because uh, I think one of these films versus the other one you're talking about, one of them's a vision, one of them is more a reflection. There's there's certainly you get the feeling like some of these things are based on. Either things that Gregor, people that Gregor has, has heard about their experiences or her experiences. Okay, all right. Well, let's let's maybe do that film next then, and we'll get into it. But um, yeah, I, I I I'll be honest, man. I I think this if if this in Shape of Water, if I if they were in my countdown last year, and this is the fucking this is the fucking annoying thing about not really watching screeners. And to be fair, I was going to go and see Shape of Water at LFF last year and I had to postpone it at the last minute. But, like, now, these films will be in my, will be in my top ten at the end of the year. If they're not, it'll be a remarkable year for me. And yet, we're talking about them now. Mm. And it's having to talk about them then. It's fucking... Uh. What I'm quite glad about is with Lady, but like I say, I I I actively fucking after watching the show, I was like, oh, that looks fucking insufferable. It looks fucking awful, and I was dreading it. Um, and then I watched it. it was like, and I, I, and the first five minutes, I thought, I am fucking hating this. Um, and then it got into it, and I was like. All right, I'm I'm all right with it. I'm okay with it now. I'm getting ready. And I, I realised I was like, oh, I'm halfway through it, and I'm 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 no longer hating it, and I'm not bored by it. So I'm clearly enjoying it. I'm clearly I'm clearly getting something out of it. And then it continues going on, and it finished. I thought, Do you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I I don't. I wouldn't have got up in this in, in this uh, you know from it and thought, well, fuck it, that's shit. 
there's no point in that. It was just there was certain little bits that made me go, oh, like that. <laughs> but overall, it was it, 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 it's fine, and I'm glad that other people are, are having this other experience with it and, and, and are getting on with it a lot, you know, and getting smart and connecting with it, and that's fine. Um, I just didn't connect with it. I'm not going to start ringing people out and saying, "Ah, no, it's fucking just pretend, just bullshit, and it's all wankery." Like I would do if it was um, no bound back. I would tell people, "No, nah, it's bollocks. It's pretend, just wankery, yeah. and you just you're fucking falling for it." You dunk on. That's what I'd be saying to people there. Whereas with this, I don't. I think there's a genuine heart to it, and I think there's there's um, the, there's a lot to it, and I could see why people would 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 get on with it. There we go. All right, fair enough. I... Possibly because it takes a lot of nods from uh, Pretty and Pink, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I, I, I am definitely not shit. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm definitely not shit on it. Um, I, you know, okay. I'd be... Oh, no, I'm definitely not shit on it. it it's, a, it's, a, it's a 7 out of 10 for me, for sure. Okay, fair I... enough. Cool. Okay, that's, that's, that's good. There's, there's, no way, there's no way I could turn around and say that I thought it was shit. I didn't, and I'm not touching cloth on it, cause I don't, because my thing is there, is touching cloth is, well, is it... I don't. I didn't enjoy it enough. I didn't think it was good enough to think. What is it? Britain. It, it, it's definitely not shit. Sounds like a fucking win to me. I'm happy with that, Mark. I, do you know what? I, I'm happy with it because, like I say, I was. I was very much. I was worried about this, and especially when you liked it so much. I thought I don't want to. I don't want to come and be a miserable cunt and go. No, no, it's good. <laughs> You're good. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, so we had um, definitely not shit. Eighty-five percent. Nice. Touching cloth zero percent, shit fifteen percent, and geostorm zero percent. How many votes? Thirteen. Okay. So, mute is directed by Duncan Jones and stars Alexander Skarsgård, um, Paul Rudd, Justin Theroux, um, other people. Um, I don't have the list in front of me. Right. So, uh, mute. Um, a man called Leo cannot speak. He is an Amish man. He had an accident in his youth and now he can't speak. He is going out with a, a, a colleague in a bar. They're, they have quite the love affair. She disappears. He's trying to find her. And it kind of intersects with the story of two dodgy doctors played by uh, Paul Rudd and uh, Justin Theroux who um, Paul Rudd is looking for a way out of Berlin in which the story is set. And Justin Faroe likes kids. Mark, what do you think of me? I, I really liked it. Okay. Yeah, I, I really I really got on with it quite quite well. Okay. <laughs> you didn't, did you? <laughs> I, I'm not jumping on the... I'm not jumping on the bandwagon on the one. No, I don't think for a second you would. I think it's got some really interesting production design. I think the first half of it or so is is all right. <sighs> to be honest, I kind of wish the story was about Paul Rudd's character, about him trying to get out of Berlin. Uh, I can I can I can see can see why on that, and I think it, it, it kind of it does do that for a little bit. It does go there for a little bit, but then it 
it, it's it's constantly bouncing back to the, the Leo character at the I same mean, time. That's the that's the weird thing. There's like a there must it must be like pretty much a half hour, forty minutes where Leo is barely in it, mm. and it is basically Paul Rudd. Yeah. And then him discovering what's going on with Justin Perot's character and like confronting him about that. Um like I'm glad Jones got whatever it was he needed to get out of his system. Mm. You know, because the dude, fair play, man. I mean, like, his wife was battling cancer and obviously his dad died. Uh, you know, uh, but then he had his kid as well. You know, it it's and I think she's. I think his wife might 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 be pregnant with the second. His as wife well. is pregnant with the second. Yeah. Well, so yeah. It, it's like <sighs> Duncan Jones is a very very rich man, and but he never ever ever ever. If you followed him on Twitter, you'd never fucking know it. The dude, no. like, the dude, seems to have a heart of gold, and he is incredibly sincere. And I would love to hear an even-handed take from him, like someone who, you know, was was like meh on the film, in like just no bias really, and just what he thought he was doing with certain bits about it, which is why I think it'd be quite interesting. He's he has said because um, a few people kind of. When he was, he was quite staunchly defending the, the fact that it's a Netflix movie by saying, you know, they're the people who are giving me the money to make it. Without Netflix, it doesn't get made, and they've been very good with me, and they've been very good with with several other directors. Um, and people say we won't get any features or anything like that because Netflix don't do features. And he has said that he's he's looking into ways that he can do a a commentary for it. Do what Aronofsky did with the fountain and just record one and stick it on the net. Well, I, I, I think that's what he's going to do. But I think at the moment he's kind of got to wait and sort of see what Netflix say about that. Fucking like the thing is, what like Fox wouldn't? You think Fox maybe would have had an issue with him doing a commentary? I, I, I'm a little. <sighs> Maybe maybe there's a maybe contract. I don't know. It's been like over ten years since the fountain. Maybe shit's changed. But Netflix don't give a fuck. Oh, no. I don't think Netflix would care. It's I, I, weird. I think, I think it's one of those where I would think that in in the next few months, I would think we'll we'll, we'll get some form of here's a mute commentary if, if, if it's something he wants to do which he said he, he was exploring looking to do it i think it's probably just it's probably just the thing is what a lot of people forget about these kind of things is it, it mute has been like it's all he's done for like a solid year maybe he just needs he just needs a little bit of time away for it let the fucking dust settle and then he can come into it going right well to explain this is why this happened and everything like that whereas if he did one now he's doing it based on the experience of mute now I think maybe even more interesting to hear it a month down the line. So, apparently, Mute was originally a contemporary set tale that didn't have the sci-fi stuff and mm. didn't have the moon references originally. And I, I don't know why. 
the the the, the moon thing. It got, it kind of feels like almost a concession to the fucking everything has to be a connected universe. Um, there is that a little bit, yeah. Like just that that the the seat the random scene with the Sam Rockwells in the courtroom and you know of the Lunar Industries and you know later on it just it it yeah I it's like uh, I, it's, pan, you, it's pandering to geekery. It's it's basically right. Make a clickbait article about that to publicise my film, please. Wait, but I don't think Duncan Jones would do that. I think he means it sincerely. I think I, it's just him being a bit playful. Yeah, yeah, and it pro- and it probably is, but it just I, I don't know. I I, I was really disappointed by it, and. Uh, Fair play to Curzon for giving giving this uh, a release in UK cinemas, but it does feel a bit like, right? If we're going to do the whole like Netflix films should be theatrically screened as well, maybe Annihilation would have been the fucking horse to back in that particular race. I don't know. It. it uh... Uh, it's one of those things you have to, I'd have to wait and see see what Annihilation is but then again I'd, I'd have actually really quite enjoyed seeing Mute on the big screen and if it plays if for any reason it plays anywhere near me any reason I don't know I, I, uh, so, it might I don't know so, so, okay dude sell, seriously sell it to me because God knows there's enough negativity about Mute on the internet I'm going to shut the fuck up go Um, I, I enjoyed the world building uh, mm-hmm. within it that's fair uh, I, I like the idea that it's set um it's setting an, an oddity of a place for for these type of movies. It's not set in America. It's not set in Japan or anywhere like that, it, it, or even Britain. It's set in Berlin, which then you've got a, a nod because obviously um, you had... Um, there must be... There's connected tissue. There must be some kind of influence. Berlin's a very specific place to set it in. And... Um, David Bowie had a Berlin phase, you know, and he made Christine F and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, 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 there's that to look at within it there. Uh, it's set in a non-specified future uh, there. But you've got this this odd thing that's happened in the world whereby um, it, it's it's dropping you in it and essentially saying, look, you need to... Un- you, 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 this is what's happening. You don't need to. You don't need to understand it. It feels. I got a similar feeling to it. Like it's set in this world, but it's not quite this world. In a similar vein to um, Warriors and Streets of Fire, that it's it's this world, but dialed up that little bit extra hmm. to, 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 to a certain side. Um, I found that really interesting. I, I will admit that I didn't find the uh, the mystery element of Alexander Skarsgård's character as interesting as I did the um, the quasi fucking mass references in with Paul Rudd and Justin Theroux, um, which was quite interesting. Their relationship is is very you know you've got Paul Rudd essentially going for a fucking neon Elliot Gould in it, which was really fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, you know, down to the fact that they are their military doctors, essentially. Yeah. That's, that's really fucking interesting. And Paul Rudd's very good in it. It's very nice seeing him not just, he, he, you've still got quippy Paul Rudd uh, in it. Cause he is still quite amusing, but he's also, we're not used to seeing Paul Rudd being an outright dick. And he is a 
he is a dick in this. He's a thoroughly unlikable person in this. You know, he has his child that he's doesn't give a sh- he doesn't give a shit about the kid at all. It's just property to him. It's not even property. It seems almost like it's he's more likely to get back to the US with the kid in tow. I did not get that at all. That's fascinating. What? I did. I thought he wanted that kid. No, he don't give a shit about that kid. He you think? He, he literally, he, he, he literally will leave it to go off and get pissed, or go off and get laid, or go off and whatever. It, 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 it's, it's, it's just, it's a thing to him. It's not a child. Ah, oh, that's you see, that's something. Ah, oh, fuck. He does literally. There's points where he goes to pick her, where, where he goes to not pick her up as in physically pick her up, but got to pick her up, and he literally he's constantly just looking around for somebody else who can look after her. Well, can you look after? Her? I need to go and do this. Can you look after? Her? And it's not even stuff that he oh, needs but, to go off and do all the time. Oh, dude, but shit, man. Like, okay, but you know, he confronts Justin Theroux about the kiddie fiddling and whatnot. Yeah, and but at the I, end, I, I, like Theroux turns the screen at him. Yeah, and I, I know, and I, but I, I think that is just that's just that's just a reaction that anybody would have to that. Oh, and I, I'm, not, I think, I'm I think not entirely it, sure about that. That, that it happened. I, I don't think he's a shit about that kid. Wow. I, I, okay. I, I think to the to the point of where I, I do think that he literally just thinks I might be able to get a little bit more with that. It's property to him. It's not. It's. It's not like this kid is everything to him. If the kid is everything to him, why does he keep on fucking off and leaving her with prostitutes in a brothel? Because not all prostitutes are horrible. Not all prostitutes are horrible, but he's got the what is it? He's got the kid there while essentially uh, the guy who is he still sees him as like an uncle figure is basically picking which woman he's gonna fuck. Right next to the fucking kid, and he's just he, he's just well, this is all right, and he's I'll I'll leave her with this, and I'll leave her with this, and I'll leave her with this, and you know I'm gonna go off and do this, I'm gonna go off and do this, you know we need to go off and get pissed. All right, sorry, right, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. There's okay. that. I just I, I don't I didn't see that. It, it's it's more property, but then when he the reaction has adjusted through is, oh fuck, why haven't I seen? Oh my god, what if he's done this to to my daughter? And it's it, it it's a standard paternal thing that kicks in. And that that moves from there. Um, I thought Justin Theroux's character was quite was quite good in it. In the fact if that the kid just... if the kid didn't mean that much to him, why would Justin Theroux turn the screen in the first place? Because he, he, because he's he's just doing it to fuck with him. Mm. He's just doing it. To fuck with him. That's not Justin. But that's not Paul Rudd. That's Justin Theroux doing that and saying, "Look, well, yeah." Look but what Justin Theroux's interpretation of what Paul Rudd thinks of that kid. Yeah, it is, but I don't. I, Paul Rudd just seems to not. Act, he seems to want to have the kid, but not actually have any interaction with the kid. Hmm. There's no. There's there's very little interaction between between him and that kid. No, I I, I agree with that, but I the way in, I yeah. I don't know. I, I like that whole kind of like the, the when he. Uh, What's just there's more interaction between between Alexander Skarsgård, between Leo and the kid, than there is with Paul Rudd and the kid. Well, y- y- yes, but I, I don't know. I think that's because Alexander Skarsgård is the hero of the film, whereas if it was Paul Rudd's film, I think things would be different. Yeah, 
Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Which, if it, anything, is a criticism of uh, the film. Sorry, uh, go on. It's it, 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 it's a it's a film of um, unpleasant characters with a centralised character um, who is willing to do unpleasant things um, for what he thinks is right. Sorry, I'm going to I'm going to be quiet. No, no, no that, that, that's it. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked the world building. I liked the the visuals in it are very good. Um, I I didn't care that much about the murder mystery element of it, but I, I enjoyed spending time seeing where these characters were going. Just... You know, Paul Rudd's character's not going to get away. You know, he's not getting away. It's just. How does he not get away? Which but, one kills him? But I don't know. I mean, I, it was just there was interesting stuff like the person saying at one point, like, "Look, Berlin's not as bad as you think it is." Mm. You know, it's just that, like, let's explore that a bit. Like, how interested are we in Leo? Really, when uh, not that know, interested now? No, he's 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 not that interesting. You know, okay, he's mute. That's about all that's interesting to him. Um. He can kick some ass, great, you know. Uh, you know, I, Rob Kaczynski and Noel Clark. I thought they'd have a bit more to do. I, it just, it felt, I, it almost, I, I'm sure it wasn't, but it felt like it was a bit, um, we've got these people, we need to film it now. Like the post in that respect, or even Trainspotting 2. Maybe a little like, bit, well, this, is, this is interesting with the fact that uh, what you said about it um, being... Um, it's sort of like in the making sort of 10 years uh, and he's been wanting to make this movie 10 years I think that sometimes with um, with filmmakers that can actually be a a negative mm. because you start out with one story and then it, you build that story and you go right this is a story I, I want to tell and this I want to tell it and then if you've got too long, you can almost start putting too much extra in there. And I've got that, and I've got that, but now I've got this idea. And actually, well, what I'm doing, I'm doing this character. I want this character to go over here, and you want him to do this, and I want him to have this. And I have that. And then you go in, and when you actually sort of start doing it, you're going, ah, I've got a little bit too much. And because I've got too much now, it's taken too much away from, from this element of it. And it, it can be a little bit like, this is, this is the mute movie that... Duncan Jones wanted to tell now, but maybe the mute movie that he wanted to tell three years ago was different. Or maybe the movie he wanted to tell ten years ago was even more different to that. And it's it's then you're picking out. Well, it, 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 it took me by surprise the actual the context of the movie and everything like that. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, quite. I. I don't know. It's, it, I expected more of a neon noir, and it's not yeah. that at all. It's it, it, it's if anything, it's um, I don't know. There's, there's there's more there in terms of a a contemplation on the fact that Leo's Leo's moral compass is is higher than everybody else's in it, but it's still not. He's not holier than thou because he's walking around battering people with a bed post well shit man i mean at the end of the day fuck if anyone ever like if 
done her all up. He ever fucking disappeared or whatever. It's like no amount of fucking jail time time would be too much if I if it meant I got them back. You know, it, mm. you know, and it, it kind of is that. Yeah, and there's a really there's a really sweet moment. I think, uh, and we're all spoilers all the time, guys. But it's on Netflix, so you, you've probably fucking seen it by now. Um, where he, he rolls with the little uh, the little ball that he's been carving. Yeah, because he, re- he notices that she's got him on her wrist, and it's a nice little. There's nice little nods there in it that made me kind of that, that made me smile. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's. I'll be honest. I kind of found it a bit of an ordeal. It I, just, I think it's not. I, I, it, it's not a pleasant experience, and it's not designed as such. It's but, it's not it's not a romp. It, it, it's actually quite hard and uncomfortable to watch at points. I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's it. it I think it's more, it's closer to art house than sci-fi. And I think that has thrown people out of whack with it. Yeah. I... But not art house as in flamboyant art house. More, more, more 80s fucking German art house. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, I, that's, that's probably fair. I, I, I... I think it shows off Paul Rudd as a very good dramatic actor, which he doesn't get enough chances to do. Yeah. I think it continues to so show that Justin Theroux is a really interesting presence. Um, and apparently it's, he's really good in Leftovers. Which... It's the, yeah, apparently he is very good in that, but he's, he's more of a badass in that. But mm. I think it, it, for me, and I've, I've watched, you know, I've not watched fucking shit, I don't think, but I've watched quite a bit of Justin Theroux. I think it's the best he's been since... Um, I'm gonna throw a really fucking weird one out here, but I think it's it's a decent enough film. I think it's Wonderlust. Wonderlust, yeah, yeah, he's really good in Wonderlust. Wonderlust. He's really good in Wonderlust. Yeah, he's he really amusing in it. A fucking scene where Paul Rudd's talking to himself in the mirror in Wonderlust is very, very. I I I liked. I actually quite like Wonderlust. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's a strong, weird little yeah, the, the, thing. The, the, the what is it one? The one less, he's just through his character in that when he, he keeps getting, when he keeps thinking he's saying things that are current and they're not. Mm. <laughs> it, it's, it's quite amusing. No, I, yeah. Uh, Justin Bro, solid dude. I, 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 I don't know. It just, it, it didn't tick all the boxes for me, but as a, he needed to get, he needed to explore this shit, get it out of his, his system he just did Warcraft and probably just needed to fucking purge his soul a little bit. Cool. You know, it, it, and fair play to Netflix for fucking, for footing the bill for it. It kind of feels almost a little bit like a psychiatric session as a lot of our house films do, to be fair. Um, and, I hope he makes something I like more next time. Which is which is fair enough, yeah. Uh I I I think I think people and not mean yourself, but I think the general with the way that people have been so erratic about it and so over the top about it, he's very similar to like we were saying, um I think on the the, the commentary we did recently. Um People have been over the top about Bright, and people have been over the top mm. about this, mm. and people were over the top about the Cloverfield paradox. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like a lot of people are intentionally um, 
being snipey about Netflix movies. Yeah. And then Annihilation, what they're doing about it is they're saying, well, you know, fuck you, Netflix. I should be able to watch this on a, on a big screen, you bastards. It's like, oh, fucking hell. You just, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Cancel it. Yeah. Cancel your Netflix, right? And because Prime are going to do the same thing, fucking cancel that. And I'll tell you what, yeah. from now on, you can either watch your movies, right? You can either watch them by waiting until they come on Sky, or you can watch them by buying the fucking Blu-ray, or the DVD, or the Laserdisc, or the VHS, or going to the actual fucking cinema. But while you're doing it, right, could you fucking pay and not just go to fucking press screenings, or bitch that there aren't any fucking press screenings? And do you know what you, know what you can do? If you can't get any of those, you can go to Choice Video, or you can go to Blockbuster, or you can go to Ritz, or you can go to a Video Man, and oh, oh no, wait a minute, you can't fucking do any of those. It has never been easier to fucking consume movies. Stop fucking whining about it. And actually, do you know what I would say as well? Don't what? whine about Netflix. Whine about the people selling the rights to Netflix. You're not happy about Netflix having this stuff? Do you know what? I don't think Netflix had Paramount over a fucking barrel saying, give us the rights to Annihilation or we're going to fucking tell people about your mum. Mm. Paramount they... were more than happy to give Netflix the money for Annihilation because they had a really bad year. Oh, thanks, Ben. Nice one. They had a really bad year last year. And they didn't want to take a risk. Thank you. They didn't want to take a risk, and they were like, we would like the U- the US distribution rights to this. You can, you can do it worldwide. It's fine. Alex Garland isn't very happy about it. Fair enough. Alex Garland didn't have to pay for the film. Yep. Alex Garland, you're not happy about it. Cool, man. Raise the financing yourself. Do what Steven Soderbergh's doing. At least Steven Soderbergh owns his fucking <laughs> failings. You know, we have a lot of criticism. We have criticisms about fucking Soderbergh, but Logan Lucky, when that didn't make a lot of money, he was like, "Yeah, we made the wrong marketing decisions." Mm. Fair enough. It is, yeah. It's one of those, yeah. And he he, he is, and he's done something about it. Um, And then you've got, you know, Duncan Jones has basically said nobody wanted to make Mute. Nobody wanted to make it. There you go. Um, I see Joel Edgerton's been criticised for coming out and making quite a rational comment about Bright, where he's come out and he's said, the problem is Bright, maybe that it isn't that Bright's shit, it's just that it, it it's not a movie made for movie critics. It's a movie made for fans of movies and everything like that and people have got up in arms about that and so we you know movie critics are fans and it's just, this is just crit bashing it's like no I can kind of see what he's saying he's saying it's not something it's something that's there to be enjoyed not critiqued and it, I, I get the idea that everything should be open to being critiqued that's fine but not every fucking movie has to have its moral compass, its um, entertainment compass, and everything set to uh, the barometer of what is deemed correct at this exact moment. No, I mean that, that, that's we, it. We, uh, we it, need to fucking we need to fucking chill the fuck out uh, and uh, say, do you know what? Why can't we just enjoy some things? And uh, and uh, uh, and also, uh, I just Netflix. 
my Netflix is a tenner a month, and you know, it's Annihilation comes out I think a week Monday on Netflix in the UK. That film is going to be watched by more people in its first week on Netflix than will watch it in its entire theatrical run in the UK. So it's like, okay, you don't get to watch it on a big screen. You fucking bum this film. Do you know what? More people are now going to watch it on their smaller screens. And you know what? You've had to give up the right to see it on a big screen yourself. Right. Do you know, do you know I, what? Stop being so fucking selfish. Can I, can I prove, prove a point here, right? Bright gets released, right, at the cinema. Doesn't get a Netflix release. Bright gets a release at a cinema, mm. as the movie it is, right? And that movie costs, what, $80 million? Right? Mm. How much How much does that movie make at the cinema? Do you think? Bear in mind, it's going to be an R-rated movie. Well, you know, it's a David Ayer-directed joint. David Ayer, yep. who, if he's not working in an established property, makes not a lot of money. Mm. Let's give him an $80 million budget. Yep. And see how, how much, much how money, much, money he makes. How much do you how much do, just as a how much do you reckon it makes? Because I reckon I reckon it struggles to break even. I reckon it maybe it maybe at a push with the Will Smith connection, but he's not as big a box office drawer as he as he used to be. Right. Um that movie maybe sneaks hundred and fifty to two hundred million, right? Would that would we be fair in saying that, wouldn't we? Yeah. Right. Right. Netflix announced that that movie was watched in the first two weeks of it being out, or maybe in the first week of it being out, 80 million times. There you go. Right? Right? At $10, £10 or whatever, around about, let's call it $10, a, a, what is it, a ticket, that is $800 million. Bright does not make that money in the cinema nowhere fucking near it right and i'll guarantee you half the people who have got snippy about mute i would say 75 percent of them wouldn't have gone to see it in the cinema because if you did then why didn't you go and see warcraft why didn't you go and see source code that's a fucking point that's a very 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 good point these people fucking whining about not seeing mute on a big screen where were they when warcraft came out yeah what, i tell uh, you warcraft what was i was great. there first fucking morning 10 a.m uh, on a monday because it released on a monday i was there i was as well i i, I went to the first screen and we i remember we had a conversation about it and commented yep. about yep. the fact that we were both going to the same first fucking screening and we were literally, we were overlapped by about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it, 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 I, no, it, it is just a case of fuck off. We, I, I understand the experience of seeing something on a big screen. 100%. 100%. Absolutely do. Absolutely do. At the same time, stop being so fucking entitled. Yep. I, I've watched half, I've watched all of it of that... Um, Alexander Daddario and that weird face guy that's singing oh, everything yeah, and stuff like that. I, yeah. I watched half of that um, on Netflix. I haven't watched the second half of it yet. I, I was too tired uh, to flick it off because, you know, it, it's that type of movie. Masturbating does get you tired, that's fair. Yeah, she does. Uh, and, and do you know what? I, I, had that come out of the cinema, there's no fucking way you're going to see it in the cinema. Even mm. if that, if you'd have said to, to us, 
The end of the thing, when I say, what are you covering next week? And you went, it's a really slow week. There's that weird face guy now in Dario in like a time travel movie or something like that. We'd have gone, nope. We're going to do like a commentary or a retro review. Yeah, uh, but I'd have watched it when it came out on iTunes. So, but that movie will get a lot of watch on iTunes. And iTunes can essentially go, bang, there you go. And I saw somebody saying, oh, iTunes essentially just become like a movie of the week thing. It's like, oh no, that sounds terrible. Was one of those movies mute? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it. <clears throat> shit, man. I get to watch a fucking Alex, uh, Alex Garland's new film week on Monday at home in 4K. Yep, it's great. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I, do you know what? I, I wasn't sold on the trailers for that. I thought it was like, eh, well, looks all right. I'd, I'd, I'd have gone to see it for the podcast, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd have been quite glad to go and see it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I can go and see it from the podcast by going, right, Bex, get drinks. I'm off to urinate. Bang, let's watch Annihilation. That's it. I mean, I don't know. 10, 20 years down the line, I mean, God knows what where the, the world will be there. But, but I know. guarantee there'll, there'll still be cinemas. There it's will not be. killing cinema. There'll, there'll, <laughs> there'll still be cinemas. There'll still be Netflix. There, there will still be Netflix, to be fair, I think. Mm. And, you know... It will all, it will all coexist. Yeah, the fucking, the films that would have been in the cinemas may now be on Netflix in in some regards. But shit, man, is there really that much of a fucking? I mean, the whole communal experience of the cinema. It's not a communal fuck. It's not a communal okay, experience. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like comedies. Yeah, people laugh a lot. Maybe just laugh if you think something's fucking funny instead of whatever a fucking room is doing. It's mm. it. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, mute. What was the poll? Oh, uh, definitely shit. By the way, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely not shit on it. Uh, definitely not shit is twenty seven percent. Okay. Touching cloth is zero percent. That's interesting. Uh, shit is sixty seven percent, and geostorm is six percent. Okay, fair enough. No, how many votes? Uh, sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely wish I wasn't there, and I'm not. You know, shit, man. If it was in my fucking like top uh, bottom ten of the year, it would be a really bad year. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's not going to be near my that fucking bad. It's not going to be near my my top ten of the year or anything like that. But I I I enjoyed it and I could see myself watching it again. I I don't think I I, I don't know. You, you know me with the kids stuff. Like it just I can't fucking deal with that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, final review of the evening is I, Tonya, directed by Craig Gillespie, starring Margot Robbie, uh, Alison Janney, Sebastian Stan, and others. So, it's uh, an unreliable narrator telling of uh, the Tonya Harding story. Uh, redneck uh, ice skater who... Uh, found infamy through an incident involving a fellow kind of competitor slash teammate Nancy Carrigan um, and it's I don't know it's basically uh, kind of a true life biopic meets my name is ill I, I totally get that reference, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I literally, 
Donna actually like saw a still of Margot Robbie and it was like, is that her from My Name Is Earl? I really liked My Name Is Earl. I liked My it Name went, Is Earl as well. It went a bit off off piece in, in the third series and then started to pull it back in the fourth series. Do yeah. you know a strange fact about, about, about My Name Is Earl? Mm. Never got cancelled. Do you know why I had to stop filming My Name Is Earl? Because they needed to tear down the set. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. They needed the they needed the space for the set, <laughs> and they literally until that to just take it away. It never got cancelled. It just kind of they just they it's, couldn't film it anymore. Yeah, it just kind of ran out. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> Fucking when Crab Man was revealed to be like an undercover like DEA agent or whatever it was the entire time. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, my name is Earl. Was good anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's Craig Gillespie, interesting yeah. director. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, Lars and the Real Girl, Fright Night. I know I'm missing... The finest hours. Fine, the finest hours, for fuck's sake. And then I, Sonia. And, you know, it's Margot Robbie. First leading role for her. Like, hardcore producer role on this. Mm. Like, she basically made it come to life. Mm. Um. So, yeah. It, interesting proposition, this. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> It's. I'm a little bit confused, really, by this movie. Mm. In the fact that it's exactly the movie you think it's going to be. Um, but it, 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 I'm, I'm right in thinking it's nominated for quite a few awards, isn't it? I want to say screenplay, uh, actress, and editing. Uh, actress, screenplay, and editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is a very good performance from um, Margot Robbie, mm. but she's yes, if she's nominated, uh, well, Joni for fuck's Danny's, sake, Danny's nominated in, in supporting but, actress, yeah. and it, it, it is by all accounts probably going to win uh, for that. Mm. But ah. That's interesting. I'm interested by that. But it just felt a little bit Oh is this it? Is there not more? And I don't want there to be more because it's it's really fucking long. I mean it, it's it's pushing two hours. Yep. And it doesn't need to be two hours. And it feels a little bit, it, it, it sets its stall out quite early on by Senna saying, look, this is a true story of this, but it's been told by people essentially who fucking lie a lot and who, who, who are just talking crap. So it's trying to say, right, this is a true story, but told by people who lie. So make of it of what you will, but all at the same time kind of saying, but it is very skewed towards... Tonya Harding than anybody else mm. which might which might be the most accurate version that's, that's come out there you know Steve Rogers and um, Craig Gillespie know a lot more um, there interesting the fact that Steve Rogers wrote it and um, it's starring uh, the Winter Soldier <laughs> um, it, it's uh, and acting wise 
It's very good. But isn't it just another one of these biopics that are very niche biopics? Made by a a director who hasn't really found his groove a little bit. It just... It, it finished, I thought, right, yeah, I've just watched a Tonya Harding kind of biopic that isn't a straight-up Tonya Harding biopic. It's got all of these affectations and this these fourth wall breakings that just happen at random fucking moments. And it, it feels a little bit like they've gone, right, we want to tell, we want to tell the Tonya Harding story as if it were Goodfellas, but it's not Goodfellas. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I think it's, it's, it, it knows its place as a kind of a, yeah, yeah, lower rent yeah. Goodfellas, you know, well, I mean, yeah, even yeah, I lower than that rent. Yeah, I, I don't think it's trying to be into more than that, but it's just, I just, I don't know. I, I felt a little bit, I felt a little bit let down by it. But I maybe enjoyed I maybe it. I just, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I just, maybe I went in there thinking there was, there was more to it than there actually was going to be because no. it had started to get played up and it's got awards buzz for, yeah. for, for more than just performances. And that feels a little bit strange. And, I really like Alison Janney as an actress. I really do like her. But she's been a lot better in things than this. So the thing is, right, Alison Janney, quite like on the surface, comparable to Frances McDormand with three billboards, where it's like sweary, sweary, funny. Mm. But with three billboards... Frances McDormand is the lead actress and she gives this like three dimensional thing. Alison Janney. It is it's a cartoon character. It, it, it is. And it, like, what is her last main scene in the film? You're kind of hoping maybe something's going to bust out there. But mm. then it's like, uh, yeah, you had a tape recorder on you and she's like, well, you know, I meant everything I said. It was like, but it, the film doesn't earn the fact that she did mean everything she said. It, it, yeah. It, it, it's like, right, is that the thing that makes us think that was a brilliant performance because she was just trying to inspire a kid the entire time? No, no, no. She Actually, she's just a shit mum. Yeah, she is. She's just a dickhead. Yeah, you know, it, it's so, yeah, I, it, it's... The film is a lot more lightweight than the yes, awards buzz it. gives it credit for. That's why that's that's that that's perfect. That's what I, that, I think. That's what I couldn't quite. Yeah, vocalize. I, I I had a good I, I a good time is kind of hard because there's quite a lot of domestic violence stuff in it, but the idiotic true crime stuff is quite fun to watch. Like Bobby Cannavale. It's mm. basically just like it kind of seems like he did his bit in an afternoon. Yeah, he's a, a talking head. Yeah, and he's just reading his lines and just like this is fucking hilarious. And it is a bit like yeah, in that fucking. It's interesting because in that kind of like that artificial kind of like surface way, the film is funny. 
Mm. But then you've got like that moment towards the end where Tonya Harding like looks at it. It's just like you. You're, yeah, you I, are I, the, you I are like the people. And it's like, okay, well, all right. So what is this film actually trying to be then? Is it is it gonna is it trying to be ice skating as ill? My mm. name is Tonya Harding. Yeah. Or, or is it trying to be this self-reflexive Hanukkah-like yeah, but that's it. exploration but the, 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 of self? This film didn't earn the right to tell you off at the end of it. No, I I, I, I agree with that. It, did, it didn't earn that. And, I, I, and I, at that point, point, I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. We're not, we're, we're not, we're not your other abuser. Or, or, or is it, are we, are we taking that on service level? What they're actually doing is saying, look, this is a person who nothing is ever her fault. Everything is always down to somebody else. She's going to even, she's even going to blame you for watching the movie. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's the thing. I mean, uh, this podcast I listen to, Little Gold Men Variety Awards podcast, but it runs all year, which is quite... They make a joke of it, but Richard Lawson, like that, I think he's like the chief critic for Variety. He was saying that, like, it's a film that makes you laugh at rednecks like the entire way through and then points a finger at you and says, why are you laughing at these people? And it, it's like because because you because you've made them funny. Yeah, yeah, and it's like right that that's the thing. It's like right, so this is some sort of what psychological experiment or something. And I I didn't take against it in that way, but it just it is a bit by the end of it. It, it is like well, all right. I feel sorry for T- yes, I feel sorry for Tonya Harding if this is actually what she fucking felt. But considering the fact it's all unreliable narrator shit throughout the entire film, mm. you're you're presenting this definitive point of view by the end. This is my truth. I mean, fuck, man. In a world of fake news, this is an interest. This is an interesting film to examine against the post. Where the post is like facts of facts of facts of facts of yeah. facts, and this film is like, well, this person's truth is somebody else's truth. And it's like, all right, well, what are the fucking facts then? Well, we don't really know, but we're just going to present it as someone's truth, so that that means that's the facts. Well, does it? You know, it, it, it's I, which is kind of infuriating. In this day and age as well, where it is like, right, so we're basically saying that we can have our own truth, which basically means whatever we believe are facts. Yeah. Great. That's a fucking fantastic moral. Well done. I like the film less, but talking about it. That's it, but, the, but there are fun bits in it, you know. But there are fun um, Mar- bits in it. Margot Robbie is, 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 is good in it. Um I even think Sebastian Stan is, is quite is good in it playing a thoroughly I, unlikable character. Right. Now we don't get many depictions of really soft spoken, otherwise gentle abusers on mm. screen. That is something that doesn't happen often. No, he he he's not he's not intimidating in any way. He's just an arsehole. Yeah, and I Fair play to Sebastian Stan because he like outside of the MCU, he doesn't seem to do all that much. 
he's 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 pretty solid in this, and it makes me think that I'd like to see him in more stuff. Well, that's that. The weird thing is, is the weird thing about that though is when you think about it, he's done. He's been Bucky Barnes in what? Three of them. Three of them, well, and he was also in yeah. Ant Man, wasn't he? Was then he? also as well, you know, he's done. He was in The Martian. Mm. He was in Logan Lucky as well. But yeah, he doesn't do an awful lot outside of it, does he? No, it's weird. Uh, I, I kind of wonder if he's just from a rich family or something. And I don't know, acting's like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. But I, I thought he was good. And like the fucking bodyguard guy, I mean, he's that, like you say, cartoon characters. He is, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's funny. I mean, that guy's actually a real life character is something else. Mm. Like, I, it just a fucking. That TV interview, which I'm assuming must be a real TV interview, he's like, I, I, I've yep. been noted in terrorism book, books. It's like, I've which been known ones? As an expert in counterterrorism, and he goes, uh, I think it was a travel uh, magazine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just that that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit, man. Alison Janney getting a best supporting actress Oscar for this. She swears. She swears and smokes, and it's just unpleasant. I just... Yeah, she's probably going to win an Oscar for it as well. Yeah, she probably... I've I've got my my bet is on Laurie Metcalf, but fuck, Deserves an Oscar. Sorry? But it's just... As an actress, she deserves to have an Oscar. I just don't think it's for this. No. No. Yeah, it, 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 it was. I was. I didn't dislike it. I just felt a little bit like, right. That's it, that before all the awards buzz and before it got released when it was released and everything like that in awards season. That is exactly the movie I thought it was going to be. But then when it got released when it was and it got the awards buzz, I started thinking, oh, so there's obviously something more to it. But there isn't. It just is that movie. It's fine, but it's not that great, no. really. Enjoyed my time with it. It's too long. It's way too long. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was enjoying my time with it, but I did at one point go, how is there still 59 minutes left? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, it's, it's... I will say, the skating sequences I thought were fantastic. Like, they yeah. had that... It reminded me of Black Swan, the in the fucking thick of the movement intensity. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Like, that was really, really, really well done. And, the, yes. like, the face replacement shit that they, that, and whatnot that they've done. Was is, that what it was? Was it face replacement? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I, I wondered because I thought it, it's clearly not Margot Robbie because, no, you know, the, Margot Robbie's a very talented woman, but you can't teach somebody something that takes them. Robbie it's not was, like boxing she, where, you can, where you can teach people movements and shit like that. That is, there's no insurance they could get for her to do no, that no, shit. She's, she said in interviews that it's basically like she had to learn how to move, like, a figure skater like just in terms of like on the, the on the rink like mm. the like the before it all kicks off shit she would do 
but then yeah. it, it would kind of turn from there and you know fair play that stuff is good yeah it, it is it, it, yeah it feels like an indie film that has been boosted up because margot robbie is apparently a really nice person in and someone that the industry does want to pump up and so it's almost had like an artificial limp lift from that but I mean, shit. Who else is nominated for best supporting actress? I mean, like uh, Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. I love. You know how much I love The Shape of Water. But it's a flimsy role. Octavia Spencer getting nominated for that. It's just because it's, it kind of feels like because it's Octavia Spencer, which is cool. It does feel but, a little bit like that, which, which is fine because I like Octavia Spencer yeah. and I really like the movie. Yeah. But it was a little bit like. Hmm. Yeah. Quite. Hmm. But I mean, like, so we got Laurie Metcalf, who fucking deserves it over over us and Chani. Is, is, is Laurie Metcalf nominated? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Right. Hey Siri. Who is nominated for best supporting actress at this year's Oscars? The 2018 Oscar nominees go. for best supporting actress are Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Alison Janney for I Tonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. Good work, Siri. So, I mean, Mary J. Blige was barely fucking in Mudbound. In it, yeah. it, it, you have you seen you've seen Mudbound? I've still not seen Mudbound. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fucking, you got some fucking watching to do before Sunday, son. I tell you what. Yeah, I have, man. Um, Leslie Manville. I've, I've got I've got I've got two twelve-hour shifts between now and then. As well. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, Leslie Manville. And Laurie Metcalf easily over Alison Janney. And, like, fuck, man. I mean, Mary J. Blige is just genuinely... I can't remember anything she fucking did in that film. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't remember anything she did in that film. And it's not because she's black, I swear. Like, let's not fucking throw any of that shit out. And I've also poo-pooed Octavia Spencer, despite the fact I... That made... No, but the Octavia Spencer thing, mate, it... it, it with that one, it's, I, I thought that and I thought, she's she's there, but it, it it's not an acting performance. She's just, it, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not a, that type of performance. She's very good in it, but it's not, she never has a moment where you go, that's her moment. No, I mean, that, that's it. I, I just, Leslie Manville, that makes more of an impression I mean, to be fair, I think she makes more of an impression than any of the fuck, uh, any of them. Like, it, it, best supporting mm. actress, I personally would give to Leslie Manville. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, but but out of out of the two of them, um, out of the people that there, Leslie Manville or Lloyd Metcalf would be mine. Ones for getting it. Yeah, same. Um, so I told you, I, I, I yeah, that, it's definitely not shit for me. I'm touching cloth with it. Really? Okay. All right. Fair yeah. Enough. Just, just I'm touching cloth just just because I'm 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 closer to I'm a lot closer to it being definitely not shit than I am to it being shit. But I just I just felt it was just it, it just didn't sit right with me at points. Okay. All right. Um. And our our poll is definitely not shit. 
86%. Wow, shit. That's fucking Touching cool. Glass, 7%. Shit, 0%. And Geostorm, 7%. Oh, so okay. what this week is teaching us is that the, the, the internet doesn't agree with me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm a man who is wrong a lot. <laughs> nice. Um... We have an email. Do we? Marcus Zizou, subject line. Question, huh? Couple of ah. disagreements. Ah, probably, yeah, it's going with me, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, lads. Long-term listener giving a couple of comeback comments. Nice. Having a pop at Eisenberg about not being a film bug buff is a cheap shot. I bet he would have to research fil- films at the very least. Also, in your free time, you're going to films, watching footy, playing video games by the sounds of it, not delving deep into the pensions world, or stoking your fireplace obsessions further, I bet. Well, no, 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 that was based on that was based that that comment was based on an interview that I read with him where he specifically says that he he doesn't watch films. He specifically says he doesn't watch films and has no real interest in in film. Literally, I've I've read that shit as well. Like Eisenberg's yeah, literally that's... said he doesn't watch that many that that many films. That he doesn't have that much interest. Like, I, 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 I'd say the same thing. About, I do have to uh, echo that. I'd, I'd say the same thing about Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog doesn't watch films. Mm. He watches documentaries, but he doesn't watch films. When he started doing The Bad Lieutenant, he, he, he outright came out and said that he, he hadn't actually seen Bad Lieutenant. Mm. No, that's true. Uh, he didn't want to call it Bad Lieutenant, either did he. He wanted, he did, he wanted yeah. to call it Port Call New Orleans. Yeah. Um, right, two. Shape of Water was good. Lots of nitpicks for me, but if you loved it, that's great. But I disagree with it being a non-Oscar bait film. Black actress, tis, Tick. Gay actor, tick. Person with a disability, tick. Relationship between two different genders slash cultures, tick. Abusive white man, tick. It's all there. All the hot topics cornered. Woman fucks a fish, dude. Which actor's gay? Um. Well, there's that. As actually, yeah. Actually, what? It, I mean, isn't it more a gay that, character? But I think he might have meant gay character. Gay okay, gay character. The, the, the woman fucks a fish. <laughs> I, I like. I just. It's. It's. You know. I that. <sighs> I, 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 shit. I, I, I think I'm Marcus, I, I, I dude. Mean, I, 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 it's not Oscar Beatty as in something like. Um, I. All right. Yeah. The post, for instance, feels. No, no, no. Darkest hours is Oscar Beatty. Oscar Beatty. That's the most Oscar Beatty movie that's possibly ever been made. Yeah, I mean, I would maybe... There's not that many Oscar films that have a lead lead character who's gay. There's not even that many that have a lead person with a disability to be... Actually, which one has the disability? Uh, Talk about films that have disabilities. What happened to the film Stronger? That just disappeared, didn't it? Oh, yeah, quite. I, I, 
I mean, it's not a, it's not an Oscar baity film because it's about a woman who wants to get fucked by a merman. <laughs> I mean, like I, you know, it, it's I, I, I mean, it's a genre film. It's a genre film, but is like done in a classical style. It's Oscar baity in the in the sense that it, it refers back to kind of classic Hollywood, but at the same time, it's doing some really subversive shit with what it's actually. I mean that fuck um shit man the scene where Sally Hawkins has the smile on her face and Octavia Spencer's like what are you so happy about, and it's all done through fucking sign that she fucked a merman and how he gets his dick out, like that. that and that that's not Oscar that's not that is not Oscar bait Del Toro didn't go I know what is going to get the Academy hard you know, you know like yeah okay interesting but okay three going into a film without an agenda is difficult I know but Mark's mm. constant dark ha- darkest hour bashing without watching is a little harsh. I'm going to stop right there. If Mark literally has an opinion about the central character of the film, which is about the real-life central character of a film, I don't think you can call it harsh. It's just it's in Mark's nature. There's no way. There's no way. I will state there, possibly my my what is it about that uh, has come across quite harsh. It's because I am am genuinely, genuinely baffled that that not more has been made of this. That's the... And it genuinely... I am baffled that, 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 that people haven't gone... Well, hang on a minute. Let's just have a bit of a look. But then again, and I can completely see what he says, that might be explored in the film. So me criticising it before seeing the film it, is is wrong in saying that. But I, it, 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 it's just... I need to watch the film, but I don't want to watch the film. But I kind of have to because I can't have an opinion about it properly until I've watched it. The thing is, a film's agenda... Depending on your outlook of things, will always ha- will always affect how you look at a film. It will. It 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 is impossible if you know something about a film, unless it is absolutely unless what you have been told about that film in any way is absolutely unconnected from anything anything in your experience. You will always have some sort of agenda. No matter how subliminal it is, you always will. Mm. It, it it just it is what it is. A film by Clint Eastwood. All right, what do I know about Clint Eastwood? He directed American and Sniper. Right, so in, instantly, and I, I don't mean this flippantly. I'm gonna have okay. It's the director of Ameri- American Sniper. The author of American Sniper has made this film. That will that will affect how I look at that film. Now, Unforgiven, we did it on Playing It Forward a couple of episodes back. I very much like Unforgiven. He also made American Sniper. I, I, I can get, you know, 
I can disconnect the two. So, in terms of Darkest Hour, if the the, the film itself has points around it which aren't directly connected to Mark's personal opinion of what Churchill has meant for the country, then I fully believe that Mark will be able to express that in his judgment of the film. I fully believe that. That's it. I, 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 I will go into it sitting down going, right, this is the film I'm judging. I'm not judging the man. Uh, what I might come out of it and say is, look, the film is, is, is fine, but I still think that you need to, what is it? But then I might come out of it and go, Do you know what? I, I enjoyed it, but, I enjoyed it as a word. I, if I if I will enjoy it, if I do enjoy it, sorry, it will be almost as if it's a work of fiction. If you get what I mean. Mm. Mm. So there's that. It's it's a very. It's, a, it's one of those. It's one of those. It's one of the few people, the few characters out there that 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 really fucking gets under my skin. It's one of the few ones that really gets under my skin, and it's very difficult being British <laughs> and having a deep disdain for Winston Churchill. No, but it's, yeah, no, I, I get it though. Um, yeah. So he, he says, it's not far away from the post in agenda, but you've both been reasonably favourable to that. That's interesting. Um, Darkest Hour outstrips Netflix show The Crown by a distance, and though the heavy-handed carriage scene isn't great, the film has heart. The, uh, to be fair, neither of us have ever seen The Crown. Um so, uh, I, uh, is that fair a Netflix one about the royal family? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean Donna has. She says she she likes it. So you know, fine. Um, but anyway, just a few opinions. Cheers, Marcus Isu, and you know, fair play to Marcus. Absolutely He's fucking fair play. You know, we coming at yeah, us, yeah. and good on him. You know, it's, yeah, I like that. I like, I like, I like yeah, that. No, and that's, that, that's it. You know, one thing I think we always put across there is a lot of the time. We 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 know our opinions might actually be wrong, but they're still our opinions, and so that's that's the great thing of of this. <laughs> yep, straight yeah, no straight up, and uh, I believe we have a Twitter question as well. We do indeed, yes. Uh, uh, our Twitter question is: What's your? It's from uh, John uh, at John uh, Zola uh, on Twitter, uh, saying, "What's your favourite film biopic?" favorite film biopic um i don't know it, it just it can be quite a wide definition mm. uh there's a few that always come to mind for, for me on this one uh i suppose um goodfellas has to come in there i would say you could probably count it as a biopic of of henry hill um could you have Tony brasco in there or is that just a documentation mm. of, of events? That's flimsy, isn't it, that one? I don't think you can have that, no. Um, what Line's very good. Uh, a lot, there's quite a few mu- music ones. I always really like The Doors. I always like The Doors. Malcolm X? Malcolm X is a really strong shout. Yeah, it's a really um. good film. Right, I'm going to have to Google movie biopics now and just have a look, because there's a, there's, a, there's a glaring one that I'm missing. Movie Bistro? No. <laughs> Type in movie bio- biopics, it's changed to movie movie bistro. 
Ooh, social network. That's is that a biopic? I was thinking of that, but is it? I don't know if that's a biopic. Raging Bull. That's a good one. Wolf of Wall Street. Mm, is it a biopic? I think you could get as close to it as because I don't think any other part of his life is that interesting. Mm. So it's telling you the interesting bits. A lot of biopics can get quite boring when they try and tell you the what is it. I'll go with Malcolm X. I'm sticking with it. Malcolm X, I'm going to go with... Fuck it. I'm going with uh, Wolf Wall Street. Okay, good. I know I'm actually like that. Okay, so, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, next week, we got Red Sparrow. The delightful Red Sparrow. The delicious Red Sparrow. <laughs> Are we also going to cover date night? Oh, game night. Game night. Yeah, I'll game see it if you will. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm planning on going to see it. If you are, we'll review it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bex wants to see it, and, and I, 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 I Bex said I want to see that. I'm like, I'll happily go and watch that. It looks quite amusing. Solid as fuck. So, I'm gonna go. We literally, they've just announced that the trains. Down the valley, up to the stop before mine, have been suspended until at least one o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So you're not going to work. So, well, my, it's literally, the one before me, it's supposed to run from there and up. But it's like, right, how long's that going to stay valid for? And, and I finish work at seven o'clock tomorrow. Am I actually going to get home tomorrow night? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, this might be the last recording you hear from me if I get stuck. <laughs> like Nicholson at the end of Shining. Which, to be fair, <laughs> big mass. He doesn't listen to the podcast, even though he should. Massive shout out to my colleague Keith, who in our daily update email at work today. But like at the end of it said and remember please don't end up like this and included a cap of Nicholson from the end of The Shining <laughs> which in a department wide email I thought was quite a ballsy thing to do Yep. Um, credit to Keith I love that man and uh, I love you too Mark have a good love evening, too, stay safe you too, man. Speak to you soon. Uh, Speak to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Oscar Bation. We'll speak to you then. Bye-bye.